Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled working mother who hit snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can follow a nutrition plan that supports their goals, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of their to-do list, and go to bed feeling fantastic about the day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle, and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So our topic today is how to thrive during daylight savings time. Actually, I read something today that said it's not daylight savings time, it's daylight saving time. I bet 90% of us walk around saying this daylight savings time, and apparently that's incorrect. But anyway, we all know what that means. It means that, in fact, as I record this right now, it's 345 and the sun is starting to set. And that is just so sad. I mean, it's really wild when you think about it in the peak of summer, the sun could be out till almost 930, maybe like nine, almost 930, five more hours, almost six more hours of sunlight in one day. I mean, that is really a massive difference. So I know a lot of people are bemoaning this, that we're heading into winter and we are losing so many hours of daylight and it just feels really depressing. So what I wanted to share with you today were some ideas on how to thrive during daylight saving times. See, I'm not even gonna get it right. Daylight saving time. And uh, not just survive. I mean, who wants to go into hibernation for four months and just try to survive and come out on the other side? We want to thrive during the next four months. And there are many ways in which we can. So I'm going to break it down to you and um, break it down for you and give you five ideas on how you can thrive during this period of decreased daylight and sunlight. So the first thing is, as we head into this first week of adjustment, we got to be patient because it's going to be a little bumpy. We're going to feel screwy. You know, our circadian rhythms that kind of regulate our sleep-awake cycle are very sensitive and an hour, bumping them by an hour really can make a difference. And so it's going to feel a little rough, but it will pass. You know, usually I think by the end of one full week, most people feel that they are pretty well adjusted. So we're going to have to be patient. We might feel a little off this week. It might not be our best week. Um, or, you know, sometimes we can we can psych ourselves out a little bit when our sleep is thrown off and we can get really worked up thinking that it's going to be the be all and end all of our day. But in fact, many times it's actually possible to rally. And even if you didn't sleep great or you wished you had a little bit more sleep or you're up earlier, it can still be a great day. I know today I was up at 4 a.m. and there was just nothing I could do about that. My body's used to getting up at five. I can't even sleep in past that. And so five became four and here I was up at 4 a.m. on a Sunday. And I got to enjoy a lot of quiet hours on my sofa while the rest of the house was sleeping away. So the bottom line is we just got to be patient, try to get onto 
the new schedule and go to bed at the time that your clocks say you would normally be going to bed at. And, you know, over time, you will start to sleep in a little bit more and your body will adapt and you should be pretty close to your normal schedule. Many people find that it will actually make it easier to wake up in the morning because there's going to be more sunlight in the morning. And it's been really hard for some people when it's dark out to get out of bed. So there will be a perk in the morning, but we may just feel a little bit off this week or we may not. And we may be able to persist anyway and say, okay, it's like sleep is a little off this week, but it can still be a great week and be intentional. We can be intentional about how we're going to make it a great week. So that is strategy number two. Number one, sorry. Strategy number two is I want to encourage you to think about how you can rework your schedule, given that it is going to get dark so early. So if you work all day or if you are busy with whatever is occupying your time and normally you would start to get back outside at the end of the day, maybe five, six o'clock, well, you're going to find that you're missing out on all of the daylight. And I think it's really important to be outside and get some fresh air and some just be in the daylight, in the sunlight for part of the day. And so I'm going to suggest that you take a look at your schedule, see how you can rework things so that you can get outside in the earlier part of the day and at least get some sunshine during the day. It's so good for the vitamin D and that fresh air is so good. And just to feel human, to be out and about in the, you know, the world of the waking people is really important. So what can you move around in the morning um, so that you free up a little bit more time? Can you, if you work from home and you have a flexible schedule, maybe you can start a little bit later so that you can get yourself outside and go for a walk in the morning. Or can you swap things out? If, you know, whatever you have going on in the morning, can you swap that out, intentionally move it to later in the day so you carve out some more free time for yourself? Or maybe if you have younger kids at home and you're still involved with getting them out the door, maybe you can rework that routine so that you can get out of the house. And maybe it means you leave a little bit before you're used to and maybe before they leave the house. If you have someone else who can finish the job and get them out the door, then maybe you can alternate and get yourself some time out of the house in the morning if you know you're going to be tied up for the rest of the day. So be creative. You know, you are all really good problem solvers. Most of us are when we sit down, if we can take the emotion out of the situation that we're in and sit down and look at it objectively, most people are really good problem solvers and you can find a way to get yourself some more time outside during daylight. And if you feel stuck, grab a buddy. Um, You're always welcome to reach out to me. I'm happy to help you problem solve or talk to a family member, talk to a friend and see if an outside set of eyes can help you look at your schedule and see how you can rework things. So try to get outside every day, even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes, it's going to feel a lot better than waking up when it's dark, going to sleep, you know, coming home at the end of the day when it's dark and not getting to spend any time outside. Maybe it happens on your lunch break. So maybe that's another way of doing it is changing up what you do during lunchtime and get yourself outside during your, if you have a lunch break, if you're working or somehow you can break during the day from whatever you're doing and get yourself outside and enjoy some daylight then. So that is tip number two. Number three, I kind of alluded to this before, you know, with this idea that we really can thrive during this winter phase rather than just survive. The idea is to kind of work with it and work with the natural rhythm of what's happening. So for many people, you know, I'm here in Boston, in New England, and it gets cold and it's dark and it's snowy. And a lot of people think of it as hibernation mode. If you are on the West Coast or if you are in the South, then maybe this is a little bit less relevant for you. 
in which case, great. Um, maybe some of it will resonate, but maybe you don't need to think about all of it. But up here in the Northeast, we really do tend to go into hibernation mode because we just don't want to be outside as much because it's cold and raw and nasty and a lot of outdoor activities shut down for the winter and then they pick up in the spring. So what I want you to think about is embracing it and really thinking about, okay, if I'm going to be doing fewer outdoor activities, what can I get excited to do in my indoor life? So are there hobbies that maybe, and I know I find this to be true, that I, in the summer and spring and fall when it's really nice out, I don't really want to be inside doing some of these indoor hobbies. So I purposely don't do them, but winter is a great time to embrace them. So hobbies like reading, knitting, crocheting, painting, drawing. If you're someone who likes to work with photos and do photo projects or redecorating or cooking, it's a great time to get a little bit more creative and research recipes and interesting ingredients and try to elevate your dinner game a little bit. Or maybe you've got household organizational projects. Maybe you want to do some deep cleaning or organizing or purging. This is a great time to do that. And you're really working with the rhythm of the seasons and embrace the time indoors and be productive or creative or have fun and enjoy the time. And then you'll just do a flip-flop. When the weather gets nicer, you're not going to want to do all these things anymore. And you will swap and do more of the outdoor activities. Similarly, you may have find this is a little bit of a tangent, but you know, when it comes to food, again, up here in the Northeast, when it's cold, we tend to crave different kinds of food. And so rather than forcing it, you know, we just, we're just not going to crave the cold, watery, crunchy kinds of summer salady foods that we crave in the, in the summer. We're really looking for more warm, kind of soft, um, comfort food, warm, roasted, you know, um, really soothing kind of foods. So go with that. They can be healthy too. And we just might switch and, and focus more on roasted and cooked vegetables rather than the raw vegetables that we tend to have in salads when it's warmer. So that's the overall idea is work with the change, embrace it and take advantage of what you can do and what makes more sense in the cold winter months when you're indoors and know that you'll swap it out again and you'll go back to the outdoor activities in the spring. So that's number three. Number four is I want you to think about making plans in the afternoon or the evening because I know once it gets really cold and the sun goes down, you know, it's oh so easy to get into nap mode and you want to get under the covers and start watching TV or watching Netflix. And you could just kind of end the day right there. And then you don't really want to get up and make dinner. And you, you know, you just kind of pass the time, go to bed feeling like the second half of your day really wasn't that productive. You don't feel great about that. And you go to bed feeling not so great about your day. So if you want and I don't think it's terrible to do that. I think, you know, some days it's great to have a nap day and just kind of a rejuvenation day. But I think if you do it every day, it's going to start to not feel so great. So some of the days you may opt to make plans and kind of set up an accountability system for yourself. Because if you know that you made a plan to meet someone else out, you're going to be less likely to blow it off and less likely to get under the covers and spend the rest of the day being warm and cozy. So make a plan, go out to dinner with friends. You know, there's so many, thank the Lord, there are so many things that we can now do and there are great activities that we can still do in the winter. So you may opt to sign up for a class. Maybe it's a gym class that you've wanted to take, um, a dance class, painting, pottery. You've heard me talk a lot about the pottery class that I'm taking that I'm totally loving, a cooking class. Maybe it's a Bible study that you're interested in. 
or other kinds of adult ed classes through your town. Uh, tennis clinics, those are still available indoors. Pickleball, pickleball is huge. And I know in my area, there are indoor options for playing. And I would imagine that a lot of other towns are doing the same thing because it's a really fun sport that a lot of people can play. So maybe this is the winter when you learn how to play pickleball. Or if you're someone who likes to sing, maybe you get involved with some kind of choir or performance or trivia night. A lot of restaurants and bars have really fun, whether it's regular trivia or music trivia. They have really fun nights and that can be a great thing to get you out of the house, meet up with other people and have some fun. So try not to get into this rut of just ending the day once the sun goes down and saying, that's it, nothing more is going to happen. Make some plans, get yourself out of the house, bundle up. We can do it. We can put on coats. We can go out there and we'll survive. And I think you will always be glad that you did. You won't regret going out, having fun, seeing people, being social. Because remember, not too long ago, this was not a possibility for us. And we have to really continue to be grateful that we can do that and we can have this normalcy in our life. So let's make a pledge to take advantage of that this winter. And then the last thing I want to mention, some of you may know about this, some of you may not, but I know there, there's a thing called seasonal affective disorder, and it's a form of depression that hits people in the winter months when all these things that I'm talking about are happening. We have less sunlight, you're getting less vitamin D, and many people tend to feel more depressed in the winter nights. So there is something called a light box that can be really helpful, even if you are not someone who has clinical depression, but it just kind of get the blahs. It is worth checking out these light boxes. They are harmless. They're sold all over the place. There's one you can get on Amazon. It's called a Verilux Happy Light. Um, and you simply, they'll come with instructions, but you just put them on a desk or a table in front of you and you can do another activity. You can eat your meals and you just sit in front of it for maybe 15 or 20 minutes. And it's the job is to replace some of the rays that you would get, um, the certain wavelengths that you would get from the sun that are really beneficial. Many, many people swear by these. And I'm often reminding people in my practice as we get into an October and November, you know, remember your light box, time to take it out, time to create the habit of using it because it can be really helpful. So check it out. That might be something that could also help give you a little bit of boost during these darker days. Okay, so there you have it. Five strategies for how you can thrive during daylight saving time and not just bide your time for the next four months until we emerge again. But let's enjoy it this winter. Let's make it a productive time and enjoyable time where we get to do activities that we wouldn't do during other times of the year. And let's make it a really good winter. As always, I'd love to hear what resonates from today. What are you going to implement? Let me know how it goes. I always want to hear from you. Okay. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week and I'll be back next week for another episode. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.